topics uh, hi subu how are you good how are you doing good long time uh, so we missed <laughs> <laughs> few weeks uh, i think probably busy watching uh, india australia series i guess <laughs> <laughs> never thought that as an excuse <laughs> yeah so now i think we'll, we'll get even more busier with uh, the ipl season uh, so i mean what do you think i mean lot of i think the key players got injured uh, after like what three months of continuous like, cricket yeah i mean too much of cricket i guess yeah. especially test match <laughs> and my ipl was can i leave ipl like three months of test cricket can literally take a toll on anyone <clears throat> absolutely and i think uh, the highest number of cricket any country plays will be india probably <laughs> like these guys are yeah. just like this completely blocked i mean i think uh, if, you, if i look at it i think uh, kohli is out Yeah. Ashwin is out uh, KL Rahul is out so many people are out yeah. <coughs> anyway so what do you want to talk this week uh, so I mean like when we missed out all those 3 or 4 weeks there are a couple of uh, interesting events which happened one is that regular Y Combinator demo day which happened right. and there was a cloud event by Google which happened yeah, last yeah, week yeah, yeah, yeah. so I thought we'll just touch upon a little bit about the Y Combinator demo days so what do you say so yeah sure yeah. so for folks who doesn't know y combinator and uh, yeah. what is it i mean do you want to just give a brief of what is that and <laughs> what is significance of this demo day and all that i mean yc is kind of one of those guys who started uh, this whole startup community okay. uh, that they spin off about 1400 companies or something like that so they they are basically uh, uh, like a uh, funding early stage yeah, start seed stage seed stage fund yeah, early stage right yeah. okay so the demo day is something which is like every year uh, the projects which get sponsored i mean like the process which gets funded hmm. uh, and then the you get on a kind of a, a, a briefing about what are the various companies getting graduated out of that year right from their funding cycle and stuff like that so it's it's Uh, I mean, the success story of YC is like pretty known in the industry because there are quite a bit of famous companies Correct, which are yeah. there in the market which are all uh, either funded or like coming out of the school or something like that. So, so that way, it is one of those events where it is closely watched in terms of like what various interesting startups coming out in right, each right. area and so forth. And moreover, I think last couple of years YC has been trying to do take the event to make it more globally apart Correct. from being. very california centric so i mean last couple of years we've been seeing the lot of companies coming from india africa and other countries are mm-hmm. getting prominently featured and stuff like that so the trend continues and then this year also i see the similar uh, uh, trend uh, there are a lot of uh, companies which is uh, which companies which did demo on that are mostly from uh, many of them are from surprisingly from africa and india so right so uh, this year uh, i mean it happened it generally happens for two days right yeah uh, so and then uh, close to what some 100 odd ideas get pitched in and yeah. uh, these are like companies which just moved out of uh, the cycle actually yeah so this okay, is like yeah. the people who already so this is like after they did uh, yc did their early stage start of funding yeah. they incubated them yeah. uh, mentored them or yeah. groomed them then they are basically pitching to potential vcs correct yeah. okay mm. so they are moving into a sec- second stage of their funding cycle yeah so uh, 
I know there were like what close to 100 odd companies I believe yeah uh, I mean uh, ideas yeah. so so do you want to really touch base on maybe few of them uh, yeah I was just thinking some of those interesting ones so I definitely want to start with Kowler <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it so <laughs> so Kowler is basically uh, uh, like what they are saying is Fitbit for cows yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it's I mean Especially with so much of cow-related things happening in India, <laughs> you know, now, right? So all the <laughs> we don't want to mention that anyway. But uh, so cow is getting more prominence in India definitely now, right? So what does it? What what does cowler do? I mean, I, I I know it does maybe. Does it do like steps or how much? No, I think it's just basically. Uh, I think it contains like three components. One is there is a solar-powered router. Uh, it's just basically targeted the large farms or, mm-hmm. or dairies which manage cows uh, wherein they I mean they, they provide shelter feed and everything right so okay. it's just a complete so this com- contains kind of a three components one is a solar powered router which you install on a large space uh, and then which can just basically communicate to those uh, dongle which you put it on the cow basically yeah and the dongle basically just collects all the data with respect to in terms of what is cow eating or is it lazing around the body temperature. So they really don't have a sort of uh, like a 3G or 4G connectivity, is it? Uh, they all like connect to through a router. Yeah, the, the router basically connects via cellular network okay. to the centralized database. Yeah. Or maybe. Uh, Putting a radio signal on, on the cow itself maybe is damaging. Yeah, <laughs> you don't, yeah, right. Okay. And moreover, it's just like more, uh, there are like, in a farm you might probably mm-hmm. have hundreds of them, right? Like, I mean, it's not one or two, so it right. makes much more sense to have this kind of larger installation base to, and I think this, uh, this tower router can just cover up to two miles, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. which can just basically, right. So, so it looks pretty neat, I think. Uh, Especially if they are, uh, I mean, monitoring whatever they are saying, like, mm-hmm. for example, what it's eating, sleeping, sleeping yeah. maybe is easier, yeah. uh, which you've seen in Fitbit, <laughs> but what you're eating yeah. and showing Body, lame, yeah. lameness, yeah. Uh, those are pretty serious stuff, I guess. Yeah, I think it's just, there are, there are some instances where they're saying that cows, basically, they don't eat and they just stand and think about their, like, they're just kind of stagnant. <laughs> they don't do anything, I believe. Right. Okay. And uh, those are the cycles. Yeah, we have seen it on uh, India roads, right? Yeah, they just stand in the middle of the road. <laughs> and they kind of, kind of get into their thinking, and the brain <laughs> just kind of goes into some kind of weird cycle, where during that process, I don't think they eat or anything. I believe. So those are the, uh, those are some of the things where these big farms are concerned because that pr- that affects the milk production and stuff like right, that. So right, right. they would like to know what state the cow is in basically yeah. or they are infected with any kind of disease or anything like that so if there is any temperature variation and stuff like that so I think it's just kind of uh, I mean probably traditionally you might have employed people to do this kind of signals wherein uh, they will be able to just and informally monitor these cows just standing or just lazing around or their most yeah. temperatures and I think this kind of uh, kind of basically the connected inf- infrastructure will eliminate that and give you more accuracy so this is a primary uh, I mean thing is like around for farms like dairy farms dairy farms yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. 
so they they're like optimized in terms of uh, their milk production and stuff like that yeah. yeah i mean things like stress management for cows i really yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, day, <laughs> It's nice actually. Pretty interesting. I think especially for uh, I think the price looks little steep. Uh, yeah. Especially for like the seventy dollars and if you like having a large farm, right? Uh-huh. It could I mean become little sizable. <clears throat> anyway, so that was the first one. Uh, what's the next one you want? I mean the, the, there are a lot of India based startups also. Do you want to mention any yeah. significant one? <clears throat> yeah we'll just go something like on day 1 and day 2 kind of order so that will be and whenever there is an india business we'll just call her really stood up for me <laughs> okay the order day 1 what did really excite you so the other one i saw was the uh, the winsight or vins sgst yeah that's again on the agriculture side yeah agriculture side so i think this was like basically Uh, we have seen this kind of systems based based mostly based on connected iot devices and stuff like yeah. that but this is likely an interesting startup uh, wherein they don't have any of those kind of uh, fancy uh, hardware or sensors or anything like that so it just basically works on a data set what you have hmm. so their idea is that basically just accumulate data coming in from government and and farmers and build interesting algorithmic models on top of that as a predictive analysis actually okay right so it is but how, how does uh, like uh, i mean we don't i mean this is primarily targeted for us is it okay i, I mean because i don't think in india we have such rich data set actually uh, our yeah. farmers are not collecting that data set it's more of a manual right now here uh, uh maybe government is to high level some high level they may be doing they may, don't yeah, know, but yeah. i think I, i don't know whether yield is something they they, they look at it. Yeah. yeah they might also look at the yield in india in terms of like based on a monsoon uh, on the region and stuff like that i think they look at a cumulative yield yeah, yeah micro level yeah cumulative yield at a state level or maybe a district level i guess mm. they say okay last year was this month this yeah. year then that's the sort of correct so whatever whoever is which are farmers actually sourcing into government right, right? Uh, like the food corporation of india and other ways that's where i think some analytics happens if they are selling to private you will never know or yeah. i don't think that data is yeah. available so i hear they are trying to do something like wherein just just like you said you no know, they try to get the data from the farmer as well government institutes as well weather forecast yeah, stations yeah. and just basically build interesting models around that so that they'll be able to predict and i think the moreover uh, in us i think the the large farmers are also having their own internal systems developed over the years correct which they have been accumulating all of this data and stuff like that so this is like an uh, insight on the data hmm. as well uh, basically an aggregation of data from in, coming in from government and other things so i mean okay. the only thing which interested me on this is that because it's it doesn't have any fancy iot stuff and stuff like that it's just real empirical data analysis like correct yeah. just building a model and the right now i think they are looking at something in terms of wine forecasting and almond or the two crops correct. basically which they are trying to look at it and stuff like that so i mean end of the day this could be moved on to something else i mean like all together i mean for different crops and stuff like that because it's just algorithmically what they are doing doing at the data basically <laughs> so they are, they are basically saying by region what will be your yield correct not not even it's just on the farmer itself like oh, it? was on single farmer by looking at it in terms of like 
No, I mean, you look at India, right? It'll be really, really interesting, like, say, if somebody wants to uh, get into a certain crop, and if they know your region is capable, yeah. like, if you look at last five years' data, yeah. for example, I mean, and looking at the weather patterns, yeah. it's pretty interesting. Yeah, even uh, this kind of models could tell a farmer what kind of crop he can... Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, so... Okay, so that was the first one. Uh, yeah, the, the other... Uh, other interesting one I saw just in a, just in a health insurance uh, startup from Africa which is called Kangpe Kangpe yeah. yeah so I think this is a kind of a trend I have seen this uh, even in India uh, wherein there are a lot of people who are very comfortable in uh, going to the over the counter to a medical shop and then giving their symptoms and asking about medicine correct yeah it's yeah, just like very similar to this like what, what here they are doing is that uh, you're sending a text or whatever questions you have on the symptoms and any doctor who is there in the system basically responds back. Okay. So, I think I, I Africa probably, I mean, there are many countries in, within Africa, it just we just keep saying it's Africa. So, this is like probably coming in from Nigeria, so if I'm not wrong. I think this is happening even in India, right? It's probably, uh, is most of them are getting into, yeah. uh, like say, WhatsApp, for example. Like yeah, right. So if you know your daughter's doctor's WhatsApp, yeah, just, just message him or her, and then yeah, I mean that I have seen, I myself have done it. Mm. So some of them respond. I mean, if it's pretty late in the night, it tells some, I mean, emergency sort of medicine medication. But, right. Uh, but yeah, I, so I don't think they really prescribe any medicines. Or WhatsApp. They, I think they, I mean, like, they probably just suggest what kind of medication you should take as an emergency and then you come back and stuff like that. So, I mean, I have I had experience where they even ask, like, say, photos, for example. Like, uh-huh. So, if there is, like, skin, skin rash or something, they uh-huh. have, can you take a photo and give it? Yeah. So, I think this, essentially, this platform addresses that, like you said, if you have a relationship with the doctor, you might probably do it via WhatsApp. Because if, this is something like, Wherein you don't have any relationship, you just want generally post a question, and uh, right. uh, you just want to get an answer quickly via text or you know, via the app or something yeah. like that. So, I mean, this this is probably something which is like a bigger market and the, what they are looking at it. Something just beyond Africa, which could be even suitable to India. Also, I have seen mm-hmm. many people do that in you know, medical shops in here and stuff like that. So. This is another interesting app uh, where it's just coming in from Nigeria, probably. We'll see how it moves. Uh, other than that, um, they also saw another uh, startup which is called Cambridge Bio Augmentation Systems, wherein they have. Uh, so basically, what they're trying to do is that they're trying to create a kind of a standard for uh, any implants which you are having. Uh, okay. So I think one of the difficulties what we have today is that. If you have one kind of one kind of a bio implant, then and moving between different manufacturers and stuff like that is yeah. not a difficult thing. I think what these guys are trying to do is, is create a standard. So whoever is the manufacturer of the bionic devices, they all fall under the same standards, so that you can mix and match buy the products which are from either artificial limbs or anything from different companies, and they still continue to operate and stuff like that. Just again another interesting healthcare startup. 
So it's more on the uh, prosthetics and yeah. uh, side yeah. of yeah. and especially like I mean the the biggest thing what uh, the problem they have is that you have to go with a single provider and you have to rely on him if that company goes out of uh, market and stuff like that you have a difficulty in terms of either you have to go with like a complete set set of right. devices which needs to be replaced or you cannot go with uh, like a with a, if a limb get damaged on the new or complete device complete arm or something needs to be replaced and stuff like that so what they're trying to do here essentially is that just create a set of standards so every manufacturer follows the standard and then uh, it, it's like completely like a usb port to your board i mean like kind of a usb port for all the bionic devices okay so they just interoperate automatically and stuff like that so it's another interesting startup which i saw uh, after that if we do then um, I think there are a couple of India startups as well, right? Yeah, the the uh, cervix is something which I saw, uh, which is in a. Uh, it is. I think one was the on the education side, uh, the dost. Yeah. Dost education. You want to brief them? Yeah, so that is uh, very similar to I think uh, uh, one of our friend running. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he, he was in our show as well, Vidya Loka. Yeah. So this is more on, uh, I think, on similar lines, I believe. So where they are actually augmenting what your children, uh, especially in rural areas where the schools are not that well like you. Yeah. How do you actually augment that? Yeah, I think it's more than schools. I think it's more like targeting the parents who are illiterate. Basically. Yeah, yeah, and so teaching them how to teach your kids. Correct, correct. exactly. Okay. Yeah, right. So I think that's how the target segment they are looking at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just based on audio wherein uh, a parent just registers and then they get a tip daily tips in terms of how to educate right, your, right. Kid, your kid prepare him for a uh, kindergarten and stuff like that so it's more driven via voluntary service wherein the volunteers basically drive the whole the educating yeah. aspect of it and then there is a curriculum which gets developed and then the parent walked through the process of getting this kid ready for kindergarten and stuff like that so okay yeah that was on the education side the other one was <coughs> on the crowdsourcing uh, it's called uh, playment yeah playment yeah so this is like uh, again the startup is like very similar to what amazon's mechanical truck mechanical truck yeah, yeah. so it is like basically what it allows uh, companies to do is like creation of the catalog services or or making sure they are valid right. and they are not putting a dog picture and then putting it as a bag and stuff like that mm-hmm. so it's like uh, so traditionally how this is done is that you source this to you hire some certain employees who sit in your on-premise and then they just go through all the catalog and then everything sure, yeah. so here I think they have created this kind of a platform wherein a set of uh, software suits, suits and stuff sort of workflow is defined wherein it is outsourced to all the on the volunteers who are there who are registered in the platform where they get paid for their services or marking the catalog in the right position and stuff like that so uh, do you see any difference between this and mechanical truck or it sounds pretty similar but I think what they are saying is they uh, probably are running I mean this is like more 
an organized crowdsourcing looks to oh, me like right, right. yeah. so they, it's more workflow defined yeah and, they, they and have, there's a validation process correct. so they have like uh, like say project management somebody looking at yeah. uh, what is coming through so they basically doing some quality gates correct. to make sure what's the output given is uh, yeah. but I, I don't think mechanical talk is do that, that yeah. and you have to organize everything yeah. step by step there and here another thing is that uh, there is also a provision in the workflow where uh, you can outsource the setup verification also so there are certain volunteers who, who are ready to catalog it and then there are certain right. volunteers yeah. who yeah. can verify that and stuff like that so there is slight difference between them but those are service back-end and ideas like kind of very similar to mechanical drug but then there's some value addition around that is there also happening so i mean it all is probably depends on how well you're able to penetrate right yeah how many volunteers you're able yeah, to yeah okay. and that's very key yeah, that's and, and how do you actually trust them trust them and then how how well you're able to pay them and keep happy engaged in yeah, the system right. and i mean the motivation levels has to be really high because it's like if somebody is ready to do fire fire 5000 items of a catalog that's the most boring job i mean like yeah yeah obviously <laughs> i mean this is like monotonous job they are yeah. trying to automate right so so i mean this is not something new in terms of as a concept, concept. Uh, i mean if you look at medical transcription yeah. uh, many i mean 15 20 years back i believe when it came to india yeah it's still there i mean there are many people who do that no i mean that's the early way of yeah. that uh, the it and bpo outsourcing coming to <laughs> india right yeah. so this transcription was a big deal that time right yeah. where doctors across the world they used to send in their what are crappy audio recordings <laughs> with their android you cannot understand and these guys have to automate right yeah, so this now is pretty similar yeah and there are so many medical transcription companies were floating around that time yeah it, the, the, i think now it is moved to a level where uh, they send the audio and then you transcribe from there and stuff like that and companies like nuance and other guys have even do a <coughs> basic transcribe yeah. and then editors who just human editors who just right, right, do right. okay so i mean like this is is like primarily important for an e-commerce because it is like somebody can just put a black t-shirt and then they can sell a pink one so mm. and which needs to be aired out and then needs to be taken care of stuff like that so this has to be done only by manually at this point of time there is no uh, ai mm. which can power this at this point of time at least till now we don't have anything like so that. how does amazon does i mean uh, in case uh, whatever they are saying is one of the customers is flipkart Correct. Yeah. So maybe Amazon is using inter- internally mechanical turf to do it. Yeah, I think so, but I don't know because or do they have any such a amazing image recognition and stuff? Possible. Yeah, it's possible. But it could be still a validation process. Could be there should be sourcing right, right. mechanical turf. So I think I think the interesting thing about Amazon is that whatever they internally use, they make it as a product and just sell yeah. it. So <laughs> if they're selling. Uh, mechanical tag as a service then they should be using it like quite a bit internally okay so anything on day one uh, um, there was one on VR and there is another India based startup which is called Servex you want to talk about that it's just no. like okay. okay so the Servex is something which is like wherein um, they basically try to create a marketplace of all the automobile companies and their dealerships and from your home you can just book an uh, appointment for service the company will come and pick up the vehicle and they drop it in the appropriate service station and then they collect the vehicle back and then give it to you back and stuff like that so 
they are building in a layer between the the service centers and the customer okay <laughs> so it is like so uh, so th- there i mean there were uh, i I, th- i believe i think the maruti is uh, ex chairman or md he went and started on his own multi brand uh, car auto servicing uh, yeah it's a startup. similar one yeah right. so but these guys are just an aggregator right they just they don't have their own garages where you can actually service right? they they also do certain amount of like a milder repairs uh, okay. change of battery mm. or like if the fire card need a bubble bath mm. they do that and stuff like that. so uh or if you need a pickup service mm. if your vehicle is there's a breakdown and you need a pickup service and stuff like that. so i think they are trying to give you an a value added service in terms of like servicing your vehicle okay making sure your service at the right point of time reminders pick up and drop of your vehicle giving them appropriate wash car wash and uh, making sure the dead battery is attended and stuff like that. so it's just like that yeah. kind of a small value added set of services which is like and uh, if you have more than one vehicle and then taking all of them for a service and would be an headache for you right so you just okay create a profile system and then just book and book everything via online and stuff like that so then it, from there on it just automatically keeps a track of in terms of how long it needs to be done and reserved and stuff like that so Yeah so I think yeah let's see yeah it's one of the difficulty for you is that if you have like about 3 or 4 brands of cars in your home so mm-hmm. then keeping tap of like in terms <laughs> of like going there and each one of them and stuff like so it's like so it is an additional thing okay what else uh, you want to talk about the VR thing called Pantheon yeah Pantheon is something we talked about a little bit earlier either on MWC or on uh, when we talked about VR I don't remember but uh, the 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 pantheon is kind of becoming a framework for vr games as it is mm. so where it is like more i don't i won't call it as like a open gl or a, a direct x at this point of time but i think they are trying to move towards the level where uh, just to make sure that if you are building a building in a vr games creating the objects and adding the mechanics is easier to the objects and stuff like that so it is kind of a it's becoming kind of a framework where you can use that and then build your build your more simpler games on for the vr platform much more easier and stuff like that so there they are like available in on, uh, oculus okay platform so i think i mean uh, there are some very good demos are there in their uh, site you can just take a look at them and you're free i am not much in the vr so right. <laughs> <laughs> i have to trust what you see <laughs> All right. Anyway, so, so that and then on the day one, what else? Yeah, day one. I think uh, there was one on the serverless uh, CDN, correct? Ah, right. Yeah. Okay. So Pier Five is the uh, the other interesting what we talked about. Uh, though it, I don't think it is in day one. Anyway, it's is it on day one? I don't know. Okay. So. Uh, so irrespective of whichever day it is uh, i think it's day a day too yeah it's a day okay so it's like uh, one of the trend we are seeing in the see the peer to peer video becoming, yeah right. peer to peer is becoming really a bad word for all the isps so. correct yeah yeah right. <laughs> so they are definitely not like it <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
and I think there are more focus now on even in peer to peer video right especially yeah. uh, like even video streaming companies yeah. I mean your video surveillance companies yeah like you buy whatever right some yeah, video the, the camera and video camera and yeah and then they are now actually uh, if you like have a small video at home uh-huh. Uh, like I think about drop cam for example yeah. right? uh, now I don't know maybe it's going to through the server and all the bandwidth is consumed now I think there's more peer-to-peer focus where the cloud does the orchestration of the camera and your viewing client okay. which could be a phone okay but the streaming actually happens locally okay I think this is slightly different use case these guys are trying to build okay. So, PeerFi is something, the platform which provides as a CDN for peer-to-peer, mm. wherein you host your video file on a server, like Sony or yeah. anybody. So, what happens is that uh, from there, more number of people start connecting. Mm. The server makes a call in terms of how to reduce the bandwidth from in, whether... The, the video needs to be streamed from the server or is there a local uh, very close by client who can just be, basically mm-hmm. can be hooked I mean, that's what I said so the, the, what you are saying is server offloading yeah. which is essentially a sort of a P2P live streaming right correct yeah. uh, without uh, consuming your CDN bandwidth correct yeah that's true Yeah. so the, the server takes a call in terms of how the whole thing needs to be orchestrated correct, and stuff yeah. like that so yeah, it looks interesting, definitely. So, yeah. so this is also like very similar to there are a lot of open source initiatives on the similar line. There is a couch potato, or like Correct. Yeah, the other guys who are also trying to do this. I mean, they are trying to build a layer on top of all the existing peer-to-peer network who, where, what, where the, the users are downloading the content and stuff like that. They are trying to stream mm-hmm. on top of that. And this is wherein legitimately like Sony or anybody who is hosting it and then the clients are connecting to those peers and then the peers can help themselves with the bandwidth and stuff like that so it's an really an interesting platform and uh, I mean possibly one of the uh, future ways in which uh, somebody like Netflix can move ahead and stuff like that so we have to see how it moves forward and stuff like that and the other interesting uh, other interesting demo which I saw on the first day it's that Wi-Fi Dabba Wi-Fi Dabba. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is an India-based startup. So, the idea is very similar to how we had PCOs like about 5-6 years back. So, wherein uh, not everybody afford to own a phone. So, wherein they go to a yeah, public call office. Mm-hmm. So, here the idea is very similar to that. Wherein you go to a Wi-Fi Dabba shop uh, where you buy this card for 2 rupees or 10 rupees. Uh, just valid for about 24 hours. And there is a chain of uh, these shops available across your town. Right. Uh, so you install an app and then you give a user ID and password and activate the the, the 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 ticket which you are buying it for the day or like for one GB or two GB which you are buying and activating it. Right. So as you move from one Wi-Fi double shop to another Wi-Fi double shop, it is accessible. So right. you go to that place and then browse and then you move to like another place and browse and stuff like that. So it's like kind of a Wi-Fi but do you know, do you, I mean do you really care now like say for example Reliance Geo is offering uh, right, yeah. I mean free for a year and all those things with 4G coming in yeah is it still you think as a significant problem no see I mean like I don't know who's the target market for these guys if they are looking at something like an auto driver or a taxi driver they need to have a continuity in terms of their data services mm. for their doing their basic services 
and uh, no no what i mean is like now it has become so ubiquitous right yeah ubiquitous like everybody uh, i mean can afford it yeah especially jio for example right mm-hmm. i mean why would i actually uh, wait for wifi hotspot in a chai shop <laughs> like i mean anyway yeah i mean like this is uh, i mean the jio is more of a new phenomenon this is probably about for a year it is there from mm-hmm. 2016 i mean as i said it's it's most look like a pc model yeah, right so i mean everybody used to hang around a pc in their shops yeah <laughs> when mobile phones were really there yeah and and i think the other way they might be looking at is even tomorrow jio make becomes more paid service instead of free uh, these guys are Possibly. trying to give like something like about 1 gb for about 10 bucks or something like correct correct yeah and for a 24 hours of validity and stuff like that so mm-hmm. there is still a room for these guys but the problem is if if they are looking at a target of like having a taxi driver or an auto driver as their customer base then it may not work because for doing their daily essential services uh, they are all becoming hooked on to the wife i mean hooked on to the network for all 24 by 7 because to just do getting acquisition of new customers or billing everything for a taxi or a auto drivers that's becoming like i mean like networking is becoming like basic fundamental for them right so i really don't know who's the target customer for this guys but it is a kind of idea where wahoo the pc was were there so we have to move we have to see how it goes and stuff like that so uh anything else did you see interesting on day one and uh, okay the token transit is another interesting startup which i saw on day one uh, which is like basically you can buy just uh, a single mobile app which can work as a pass for all your public transports basically Uh, okay. so you go between cities or like town and countries and stuff like that so this is like one particular app where you will be able to buy any public transport tickets basically mm. so that's an interesting service i mean like i mean especially if it works if if they I mean, probably it works for places like, like yeah correct with the local services yeah, like that's where like success where uh, metro is pretty yeah popular right yeah because it it doesn't make sense like if i'm a kind of person who travels very often yeah. for me to install keep buying different uh, apps yeah. and then installing the apps buying the tickets and stuff like it just makes doesn't make any sense at all okay thing we pretty much covered it yes yeah anything else yeah i think another uh, yeah i think pretty much that's what i see and the doc talk is another one which we saw it's another india based startup which is very similar to what the africa thing which we said which is like again a platform for doctors to uh i mean basically talk to their i mean for patients to consult doctors via sms and that right. happens stuff like that so then i think between india and africa this service looks like like there are different forms of it as uh getting developed mm. uh wherein uh, th- this is slightly different from what the the like the nigerian one and stuff like that so but essentially they are all moving towards a moving towards an objective where uh, you or you have a some, some kind of a question where you can just ask any physician and get an answer and then move forward and stuff like that so that's pretty much what i saw in day 1 actually